Once we get all the pee off of the walls, it'll be better. But for the most part, oh, well, gee, I, I guess it could work. I think it could, man. They need to restate some equipment down the LOR arch. Probably need some of our crew to put in a bit of overtime, but I think you're right, Tommy. You might be onto something there. So then, any damage Bumble's caused can be repaired in about half the time with half the effort. And remind me again, what are these things? Bumble. Ice foot. Seek. You have to let it go. Everybody knows how hard you lobbied, but, well, gee, the votes just weren't with you. Bumbles won. Bumbles. I accept it, but I'll be damned if I use some cartoony name for them things out there. How is it cartoony? You never saw the Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer stop motion when you was a kid, little man? Right? I mean, damn, everybody knows that flick. Right, Tommy? Yeah, Abominable Snowman. Yeah, Hermie just called him Bumbles for short. Wait, 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 hold up. I thought it was Yukon Cornelius with name them. Nope. Pretty sure it was Hermie. You sure? Big burly guy beard, lumberjack dude, the stash and the pickaxe. Oh yeah, that was Yukon Cornelius for sure, but still not the one who named the Bumbles. Guys, seriously, does this really matter? Oh. Oh no. Oh. Oh. Oh no. Why are the new people moving? Oh snap, nobody told him. Don't get between them. No. Oh, Please. too late. Long man, help me out with this. Come on. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. I'm, we had no incident reports this week so far. Perfect. Looks like you managed to break your nose for the sixth time this season. Hey, one more and you get a free sandwich. Right, Dan? Come on, boys. Let's go see Doc Ambrose. Get you cleaned up, then you both can get started on scrubbing out diesel tanks in the fuel arch for the next few weeks. You bunch of dumbasses. And don't you go eyeballing me, young blood. You brought this on yourself every damn time. Mr. Kelly, just what on planet Earth happened in here? Oh, Doctor. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the, the Biggs boys. Enough. I should have seen their buffoonery handprints all over this mess. Why, Mr. Bustamante, insist upon keeping those ragamuffins season after season is frankly beyond my... Uh, doctor, I, I almost forgot. You wanted to get an advanced copy of the National Geographic report after they discovered the endurance. I've been asking for updates from one of the workers on the Agullis. They got incredible photos of the shipwreck and they haven't been published yet. I downloaded three dozen and printed them up. They're on your desk. It was really discovered upright. Perfectly preserved. It was incredible to see. Didn't 
Don't I recall hear you saying one time you had a family connection to Ernest Shackleton? <laughs> well, some records do have his brother Frank, who had a very brief, but a 100% legitimate marriage for just six months. Uh, during that time, a son was born, and his then wife, oh, she remarried, and the young lad was raised in his new stepfather's stately manor house in Vermont. Hmm, Mr. Kelly. Do call our custodian and have him come up here to help clean up this fracas. I, um, I will be in my office. Have fun. Oh, dear. Deputy Marshal left his... Oh, boy, I hope he doesn't need to... Oh. I should find him. Return this right away. Well, hey there, hi there, ho there, Thomas. How were your waffles this morning? Did you get enough of that syrup there now? Oh, they were great, Miss Alice. I cannot thank you enough for making them with extra butter. Aw, oh, geez, Louise. Oh, I'm just for sure happy to find a feller who likes blueberry syrup as much as I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we had the cargo teams revalidate the fuel stores they tallied last week when updating the winter count. They found 12 more gallons of cooking fuel they overlooked. I'm having it separated and stored in the galley staging area down in the arches. Oh, now you just made my day, Mr. Kelly. Oh, not only can I take my time and bake the custard-filled donuts to perfection, I'll be able to slow cook the nacho meat at my special Oatana, Minnesota nachos this season. You know, I used to make it for my scrapbooking friends down in the basement of the All-American Lutheran Church. Oh, those scrappers loved it so much, you know. Oh, you made me so happy. I could just kiss you. Well, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Come here, Mr. Kelly, you give me that cheek. Oh, yeah, just lean right over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't know oh, if I don't. Love ya. Miss Alice. Not in front of the fire crew. Oh, you go on now. Don't worry about them. Oh, who do you think kisses them people's boo-boos when they get their ding-dong dented shins, you know? <coughs> oh, I hope I didn't go embarrassing you strong, burly, Paul bunion people in front of Mr. Gelly now. Oh, you all go on. I'll get your pancakes for you. And Mr. Kelly, you tell the rest of the Dexters I says hi. Oh, oh, uh, there, there you are, Mr. Kelly. I just got told that Dr. Hunt is uh, planning, planning to send some of his ridiculous, ridiculous weather balloons for sampling tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, why? Everybody knows. They know this. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Station time, of course, the SBT refocuses based on telemetry. The telemetry recorded by James Webb Telescope. It's better than the Hubble. Uh, uh, him floating his inflated sacks will interrupt our signals and scans. N not to worry, Doctor. I took the liberty of checking the weather forecast first thing in this morning after getting up. Data suggests there is going to be a higher-than-average winds all day tomorrow. I ran into Chief Meteorologist Topper Hunt just before breakfast and told him. He's already rescheduled for 1400 day after tomorrow. Uh, br br breakfast? Uh, what time is that? I left my watch in a petri dish. Oh, it happens. Uh, 9.45 a.m., Doctor. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Good God, good man. That means it's, it's, it's pancakes this morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, signs will have to wait. You have to excuse me, Mr. Kelly. I uh, hope Alice has those frosted flakes left as well. Uh, they're great. All right, back to my... Oh, no. Oh, hey, guys. You know what, Chris? 
Well, I've heard some pretty moronic and Orokai-style thinking coming from you in the past. But this here, this is this is almost a friendship breaker, quite honestly. You know oh. what? There's Tommy. Oh. Let's ask Tommy. Hey, Tommy! Oh, the gauntlet has been thrown. Oh, God, no. Uh, um, I really need to get to my office. And not only do I have paperwork, I need to return this to the marshal. No, some... this, this will only take a moment of your time. A moment of your minutes. time. And if the friendships are on the line here. Okay, Tommy... Please, and don't let any of the opinionated, unwashed Roddenberry masses influence your answer. Uh, by the way, Picard is now an android. Uh, okay, what are we, 1985? So, so stupid. Tommy, imagine this, if you will. Let me paint the picture for you. Gandalf and Obi-Wan step into the octagon. Mono e Jedi O. Who wins? <laughs> Oh my gosh, come on, who wins? It's so obvious, even a Bothan would survive bringing this data back. Tommy, do the right thing here. Uh, fine. I can spare a few Okay. Uh, first, are we talking Gandalf the Grey or Gandalf the White? Well, of course we're... Oh, uh, you know, uh, Chris, we never really clarified that. No, we, we didn't. Uh, and I, and I, I kind of see where he's going here, but... Uh... And Kenobi? Which one? Uh, young Jedi Knight Ewan McGregor or combat-hardened and wise Jedi Master Obi-Wan Sir Alec Guinness? Oh, Silver Fox. Uh, wow. Uh, so many variables to consider that we did not. The combat probability matrix is all over the place. Does Kenobi have the original saber from Phantom Menace or the one from New Hope? Well, regardless, seems to me they each stood for more or less the same thing. Nobility, standing up for the weak and innocent, just trying to be the light in the universe and stop the darkness. I don't think they'd be fighting one another. More likely, they'd want to team up. <gasps> what? Vader and Sauron? Oh, no, no, guys, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I... Imagine the I wasn't bringing up... The dark side of the Force. Oh, God, no. And the all-seeing eye and the power of office. the One Ring. So and Mordor? I'm, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you two figure this one out. Um, I need to get back to it, okay? Bye, guys! Uh, but, well... Oh, gosh. The last thing I want to do is disturb him. Especially if it's important. He's on the line with his new Marshall Bobs. Looked like he was busier today than a cat burying poop on a marble floor. Now, you didn't hear this from me, Shug, but Gladys said that she heard his new boss was a piece of work. Heard him cussing and both hooting and hollering. Said that he couldn't expense something or they wouldn't fund something. I don't know. Gladys didn't have her hearing aid in that morning. Well, if he's going to be in his office for a while on important martial business, I best hold on to this thing for a bit longer. We need to put that tall, muscly drink of water in one of the offices down the hall here where I can lean back and see him when he opens his doors. Dr. Grumpy Pants wants him still to use the HR and finance office on the other side of the copy room. Of course, the office furthest away and only one I can't see from here. Oh, hey, that reminds me. I remember last week you mentioned the galley was too loud and disruptive for your Bible study group. I think I found an alternative solution for you. 
I moved scheduling around and had the winter band shift their practice sessions from Saturdays to Tuesdays. That allows for the fire crew to move training drills from Tuesdays to Mondays in the gym. The chess team didn't want to renew their new game nights in the B1 lounge after all, so the Friday night movie group can take back their space in the TV lounge, which means the ARO scientists don't need to hide out from Dr. Hunt any longer and freeze up the quiet reading room for your group. <gasps> You got us the quiet reading room? Every Tuesday night from 6 to 9, just like you needed. Well now, Thomas, bless your heart. When I said I wanted a quiet space for us to study the good book, I didn't mean for you to get us the most secluded quiet place on the whole station. Oh, happy to do it, Miss June. It's yours for the rest of the winter season. Oh, thank you, Shug. I can't wait to tell the rest of the group that we'll have the quiet reading room. Now we can raise all sorts of cane debating King James versus New Living. Not to mention swapping tales of what's happening around the station. Oh, I heard that you all like to keep up to date on the comings and goings on station. Listen to the scuttlebutt and rumors. It's not gossip, Thomas, if it's a prayer request mentioned in Bible study. Like that time my neighbor back in Savannah, Haley's daughter Tiffany, didn't get accepted to the University of Georgia. Haley is a sorority legacy where she, her mama, and her mama's mama, all pledged and were members, is going to come to an end. Bless her heart, them girls have all been Georgia Bulldogs their whole lives. To make matters worse, we think Tiffany is sleeping with her boyfriend. None of us knew who he is or what his daddy does. So we pray about it, not gossip about it. Of course, of course, my mistake. I've put everything in place for you and your group. You can have your first meeting in there this Tuesday night, if you like. I uh, already took the liberty of asking Miss Alice to have tea and coffee, cucumber sandwiches, lemon bars, and ladyfingers brought in just before start time and left for you. You know, for a young Jewish fella, you understand us old southern gals and godmothers better than most our own do. I'm going to take that for the compliment it was meant. Oh, I'm just happy to help and make things go smoothly. Operations manager, it's in the job title. Well, I think this is above and beyond, but I'll make sure we sneak in a prayer for you too, Mr. Thomas. What you need? Any health problems? Family problems? Lady problems. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 I, I'm all good, Miss June. I'll, I'll tell you what, why don't you put me down for a hope the station keeps running on smoothly prayer? <laughs> Aren't you just sweeter than stolen honey baked in a cherry pie? Tell you what, you leave it to us, we'll reckon you up a good prayer. We just love being the old fairy godmothers now. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that Dr. Claire Austin had her babies, right? Shut the front door! Did you say babies? As in more than one? Four cheeks to squeeze, not two. Oh, yes, ma'am! She and her husband sent word early this morning. Dr. Claire Austin delivered two baby girls. Both children and mom are doing well. Dr. Austin, on the other hand? <laughs> well, I... I didn't think he knew it was twins. Dr. Claire Austin must have wanted to surprise him. <laughs> oh, oh, my word. I want to see photos of them babies as soon as you can get them. It doesn't surprise me one lick that she didn't tell David about twins. 
That girl always did wear the pants in that relationship. You know I introduced them when they was both down here, right? Yes, ma'am, I recall. Oh, he was just so smitten with her from the first day they met. She wouldn't give him the time of day given his manners back then. I don't blame her. <sighs> All it took was a bit of magic from this godmother and bada big bada baby. Now we have twin babies to coo over. When I get my baby pictures now, Thomas? Oh, already requested. We'll have them as soon as the Lifeline 8 crests tonight at 6 p.m. I'm having them sent to you as well. They, um, they named the girls Cheryl and Lynn. After you, since you introduced them. It was my idea. <laughs> oh, Thomas, Owen, Kelly. You are going to make my mascara all runny now. They really named them babies after me. I'm about to have a come apart. Oh, oh God, I forgot. Uh, I'm supposed to get the updated duty roster list for this week from Zeke. I'm sorry, Miss June. I need to run. Uh, excuse me, won't you please? Oh, of course. Oh, you go run along now, Jean. Don't nobody need to see me ugly cry and mascara running down my face. People gonna think I'm suffering a stroke over here. Sneaking up on people in here now. What you want, son? Oh, oh gee, sorry, Zeke. It's just that... Well, I was actually about to come see you in the VMF. Um, about, uh... About what? Zeke, who were you talking to? You never mind that now. Don't know what you think you heard, but you didn't hear it, right? It, it sounded like you were talking to a girl. Hey, man, she ain't no girl, all right? This here is a proper lady. Oh, uh, oh, the station, right. Sorry, I forget sometimes. <laughs> now, you gonna tell me what you want to see me about, or you gonna make me come down off here this ladder? Oh, uh, the, the duty roster for the week, that was it. Uh, you mentioned you wanted to switch some people around on shifts. Wanted to make sure the logs got updated to show it. Hmm. Uh, next to my tool bag. Clipboard with a patty yellow paper in it. No, not the one with Marvin Gaye sticker. That's one for my lady here. When we're about to get it on. Gonna give me some sugar, ain't you, baby? Oh, got it. No, Tommy. You want the one Luther's photo on the back? That's Shaka Khan, man. No, Luther. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna let you... Wow! You really are shaking things up down here. I guess that's what's going on, right? Um, tell you what, Tommy. You just leave the Marvin Gaye puns to me, okay? Got to give it up. Hey, as long as you're down here, have me in the channel locks, will you? Keenan was down here trying to help me, but he went for a pee break, and that was 20 minutes ago. Damn fool probably got lost looking for his own ass to wipe. Here you go. Appreciate you. What are you doing here, anyway? Uh, well, 
some reason. This one hydronic heater ain't running like it should. Although I operate just fine, but for reasons we can't still figure out, for four months now, this one unit is underperforming. Also, it's having contamination issues. Oh, sounds complex. <laughs> now, with this gas heating system, I could have fixed it right away. This one here is a hydronic system. Uses glycol as a heat transfer medium. Water from the boiler keeps the hot air running through the station. And the glycol systems are pain in the ass, excuse my language. But having too many systems running on combustible gas, yeah, and SF don't like taking that much of a risk. So it just makes my life more difficult, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, the flathead for that access panel there? Yeah, it's about to ask for that too. Not bad, Tommy. See, right now we're suffering from what they call high head pressure. Inside this panel there is a manual reset switch. It'll get the system back up and running again, but it's a band-aid fix, not a repair. Keeps happening in my lady. But she don't like to be teased. She wants a full evening romance. Not some little quickie. Uh-huh. Um. Uh. Hey, Zeke. Is the, uh, glycol or the water considered overly hazardous? No, I mean, the water is heated and the glycol is antifreeze, basically, and it keeps the pipes from freezing up in the Antarctic, but not what we really consider hazardous. No, not really, no. Wait a minute. Why are you asking me that? Um, well, it's... It's just... Down here, by the meter box where you have this section open, over here on the vertical pipe with the upward flow, it looks like it's—it looks like this is a backflow preventer. If this isn't hazardous, shouldn't this be a double disc check valve? Seems to me the problem isn't so much contamination, but overperformance and pressure buildup. Say what now? Hold on. Well, I'll be damned, Tommy. Now, how the hell did you figure that out just by looking at it? Oh, oh, I, 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 it wasn't a big deal. I mean, I, I just hang around you so much, and after this long, I just pick up on things I see you do or say. <laughs> I mean, gosh, it was, it was just a lucky guess. You would have figured it out, too. You know, you you were you know, just being thorough. This damn thing was staring me right in the face this whole time. Why you gotta play hard to get, baby? You know, all I want to do is just keep you satisfied. Well, thanks again for the updated duty, Roster. I'll make sure to get my activity logs updated, too, before I send to Beauregard and Lowing this week. Now make sure everyone gets their proper pay. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, what time is it? Uh, let's see. Uh, it is 4.22 exactly. Also time to figure out what the hell happened to Keenan. Sweat the big man above it. That boy is out in the smoking deck again with one of his reefer sticks flying high. My boot is going to elope with his ass. Whew, uh, I have to make a phone call at five. Huh, thought I missed it. I'll catch up with you later at dinner, Zeke. Wouldn't miss it for anything. Ain't no mountain high. No, 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 no. You don't get to do any mobbing puns till you get more hair on your bait and tackle. You go on now. Leave me and my lady here to swap that preventative for check Rarrow. She loves it. I check out her vows. That's the way love is. Just walk away, Thomas. Just walk away. Low battery? Why didn't you say anything, Deputy Marshal? It's no problem at all. I have more than enough double.
put the lime and the coconut and shake it all up. Then the old batteries go into the recycling bin for old batteries. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, this thing is still recording. Ooh. Uh, yeah, best not to shut it off. <laughs> Don't know if it might erase as older. Wow. I guess having this thing around does make you talk to yourself in a narrate your life kind of way. <laughs> okay, uh... Oh! My call! Oh. oh! Pardon. Oh! My apologies, Deputy Marshal. I wasn't watching where I was going. My mind is all over the place today, it seems. Uh, Tom, uh, Mr. Kelly, uh, no problem at all. I am, uh... Oh, hey, I have your digital recorder here. You uh, okay. left it in the galley when you and Zeke went to break up the Biggs fight. Right. I was going to bring it to you earlier, but Miss June said you were in a confidential conference call. Okay. Oh, I, I... like that shirt, by the way. Uh, Mr. Kelly, I need to visit. I need to use a little Marshall's room. I shouldn't take that in with me. Hey, I tell you what. Why don't you just hold on to it for a bit, drop it off on my desk after you finish with your... Uh... The need to call the States. Uh, New Rochelle in New York. Right. I forgot about your mother. Did I tell you? Oh. Oh, oh right. <laughs> it must have been at the New Year's Eve party when we were talking about it. Just drop up. it off in my office after your call, Mr. Kelly. I appreciate it. Really do. See you later. Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, okay, see you later. Mom. Oh, Bobola, you never miss a Sunday night call to your dear mother. So, how are you doing? Are you eating enough? You sound so thin. Are you using that special medicated lotion I sent you a few months back? Oh, that's good stuff. Jeez, Mom, you can't gauge weight over the phone. And I'm eating just fine, I promise. And, uh, yes, the dry skin problem went away. Ugh. How you can stand the icebox of a place is way beyond me. It's cold when it should be hot. It's colder when it should be cold. What about socks? Do you have enough socks down there? Because it's still sun. Said there was a sale at the store around the corner from him. Larry, oh, you remember Larry, such a sweetheart. They carry really, really warm socks and $10 for 20 pairs. How can you beat that? Can you believe it? You want I should call him for you? No, no, I'm doing just fine on socks. I called to check in on you. How are you doing? Oh, now you see, this is exactly what I was telling Mr. Martin last week. Sons are so much better at caring for their mothers than daughters are. It's like your sister Agnes, who never calls unless she needs money or gets herself into one of her predicaments. Or it's like that grand set of... Want to know what your nephew said? What he said to me? He said, Nana, I don't want to go to temple no more because I'm an atheist. And I told him, Oh, you can be an atheist all you want, but let's wait till after you get bar mitzvah, mister. Mom, let's not talk about Aggie. Uh, how are you doing? Me? Oh, boobal, 
I'm doing fine. I, I have no complaints. I mean, sure. None of my hips are original. I have arthritis every time I even hear the rain, even if it's on the, the television. I wake up four times a night to go use the WC. Other than Temple, the only thing I have going for me is a son that loves me enough to ask. Unlike your sister, oh, I gave my life to the two of you. Everything I did. Did I know? I know you did for us. I. I have never yeah, forgotten. See, you get it. How's Mrs. Upton? You and uh, she still doing your morning walks? Oh, only when the weather isn't too hot out, or when it's not too rainy, or too cold. Overcast, you know, that might be okay, but it never gets overcast here. It's always, it's, it's always one or the other. You know, it's, it's, we stay in mostly. We should play Marshall. Jeez, Febreze, Ma, you live in Westchester County, New York. Arguably one of the most beautiful places on the East Coast. The weather is gorgeous half of the year. You should be outside, enjoying the weather more. With all the crime and the street gang? Oh, no, thank you. Mom, how many... There are no street gangs in New Rochelle. It's one of the safest areas in the Bronx. You aren't downtown anymore. So, what's new on the grandchild front? Have you met any young ladies yet? Mom? Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Big Shot, for wanting to make sure you meet someone who can take half as good care of you as I did. You know, if you're gay, you can just tell me, because in this day and age, it's really all right to be gay now. I'm still not gay. Same as last week. I didn't happen to go gay over the course of one week. Julia's son, Daniel, oh, such a good guy. He decided to go gay. His husband is Jewish, too. A doctor, even. Mom, you don't just... You don't decide one day to... Oh. I promise, as soon as there is a woman in my life, you'll be the first to know. At my age, and I was telling Julia this last week, at my age, I'd even take a shiksa. How's your medicine working? Is it still giving you stomach issues? Oh, me? No. That stopped weeks ago. Of course, I take so many pills, I had to get one of those, um, oh, it's like an ice cube tray. Not the singer, not the singer, the, 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 the ice cube you put in the, anyway, it's, it's the organizer thing, and there's a, you individual house for each of the pills, and then you close the roof. I sweat those while I was watching the wheel every night. Do you think Pat Sajak might be Jewish? Uh... Well, I never really thought about it. But, but but let's go back to your medicine. What did the doctor say to you? Which doctor? Who are we, who are we talking about now? Your doctor, mother. Dr. Renwald. About your medicine? Oh, him. Now, yeah. He said everything was good. I'm adjusting to this new Exelon pill just fine. They took me off Aricept after the muscle cramp. Oh, those were horrible. Okay, glad to hear it. Oh, I just heard the front door. That's Connie and the girls. We're going down for dinner and then get another game of Mahjong. How about, Tommy, how about I call you back tonight? What, what time is it there? You just go have fun, okay, Mom? Before you go, uh, can you get Jilly for me? Just a second, hon. I'm on the phone with my son. He's in Antarctica. Uh, no, she can't hear the poor dear. 
Bottom of the phone, you can you you see the button that says transfer to Jelly. Uh, push that. Ooh, how clever! All right, Babala, I'll send the call there now. I love you. Oh, I know you do, Thomas. I love you too with all my heart. I was lying about the shiksa though. You find yourself a good Jewish girl. Are you gonna put me in an early grave now? Mom. Okay, Babala. You be good. And, and, and eat, eat more. You sound so skinny. You gotta eat more. It's how you get the girls. Okay, now this Makata thing. How do I trim? Connie, I'm counting your tiles tonight. I don't try. United Hebrew, this is Nurse Jillian speaking. Hi, Nurse Jillian. It's Thomas. Mr. Kelly, hello. How are things at the pole? Uh, it's business as usual. Winter season, so not much going on. Uh, how's she been doing? She's been having a very good week. The doctors feel confident they can slow down the Parkinson's dementia with the new Exlon prescription. She's having a bit of issue keeping weight on, but we're trying some new dietary options that should help. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> she had me worried a couple weeks back. She's been doing much better since then, Mr. Kelly. I also wanted to say again how sorry we were for the mix-up. We were breaking in a new person and billing, they were just learning the ropes, but we put several double checks in place now. Your payment shouldn't be held up anymore. I took your advice on that too. I had my direct deposit information with the NSF modified. Rather than recurring EFTs, I'm just having 60% of my monthly pay wired directly to her account in the nursing facility. Even better, but like I promised you last time, at the first hint of an issue, I'll send word immediately. Thank you, Nurse Jillian. Oh, it's my pleasure. All the nurses and staff here adore your mother. <laughs> last week, she found out I was Jewish. Oh, She's no. trying to marry you off to me. Oh, oh, please, please forgive her. Not she's... to worry, Mr. Kelly. I'm happily married already, but she's still very sweet. She is so popular here. Uh, that's good to hear. Well, uh, if she needs anything... You're my first call, Thomas. I swear to you as if she were my own mother. Thank you, Maya. And goodbye. <sighs> Let's go, Thomas. Come in. Hey, Thomas, have you seen... It got unloaded last night. I told Bill and Ted to put it on the bottom shelf of the Do Not Freeze part of the LO storage unit. It's there. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Tommy. Uh, you're the best. Just happy to help. Uh, usually, a pardon me is customary when you need to squeeze past another body in the hallway. Uh, sorry, Dr. Wainwright. Cretan. Ah, Mr. Kelly, have you finished filing the daily reports? Yes, about an hour ago. Updated the NSF on Dr. Bremer settling in? Yesterday, Doctor. Reviewed the inventory manifests? Yes, on Monday. As I suspected, we were under on gas, but over on non-flammable consumables. I had the logistics team double-check the numbers and re-verify. Lists are accurate now. Uh, 
updated the April transmission schedule for the data uploads to Granton universities on science operations? Yes, doctor. Got the preferred transmission order verified from Dr. Jovac and updated email addresses and shared drive folders to upload data to. It's all in the weekly updates. Ah, I wanted a copy for myself and on my desk. Did you put one on my desk? Oh, gosh. I, I don't remember you asking for that, Dr. Wainwright, but I can certainly start doing not. it. Don't bother, Mr. Kelly. If you want something done, one must do it themselves. I know exactly what you mean, Doctor. Hey, Mr. Kelly. Uh, by chance, did you... You did find it. My digital recorder, I seem to lose that thing at least once a month, right? Uh, thank you so much for taking care of it. Oh, no problem, Deputy Marshal. I'm just happy it's back in proper hands. Was that Dr. Wainwright I just saw turn the corner? Uh, yes, but... Please don't ask me to let you into his office again. He already suspects that it's me stealing his W key from the keyboard. He took my spare key to his office just to be sure. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that, uh, Mr. Kelly. I wanted to talk to him about the bill for the uh, damages he submitted to the U.S. Marshal Service uh, over my um, office last month. I told him I'd pay for that out of pocket. Oh, I'm so sorry, Deputy Marshal. I told him the same thing, too. Even reminded him at the beginning of the fiscal year that you had already sent funds. I think he's just... Well, I think he's just trying to stick it to you. Uh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. Hey, thanks again for keeping that recorder safe. Oh, no problem, Deputy Marshal. No, oh, and sorry again for running into you earlier. Pardon? No, for running into you. Uh, downstairs, by the DA steps, you were heading to the restroom, and I was coming up here. <laughs> it was about 30 minutes ago. I've been down in the arches working with Reno on a summer list of goods for at least... I keep forgetting my watch, Brooke. Uh, well, don't know exactly how long, but it, at least 90 minutes. Uh, Deputy Marshal, uh... Hmm... Uh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Been working too hard, I guess. Whoa. Don't ever apologize for doing your job. People around here may not see it, but uh, this place wouldn't run anywhere near as smoothly if you weren't around. And I mean that. This is Brian Bradley. Thank you for listening to our show. We are commercial-free and able to do so thanks to our amazing sponsors. You can help support 90 Degrees by visiting our Patreon page. Go to 90DegreesPodcast.com. That's the number 90 and DegreesPodcast, all one word, dot com. You'll find a direct link to our Patreon page where you can make a monthly pledge and get shirts, buttons, stickers, or even a shout out as an honorary station poly. Speaking of, we'd like to send a special shout out to the following polies. Nick Wolf. Ernest A. Polron and Padma Numi. Thank you for your sponsorship. It helps and supports us in so many ways. This
This has been 90 Degrees South. On behalf of the cast and crew, I'd like to thank you for listening. If you liked the episode and are enjoying the series, please remember to give us a like, a share, a tweet, send a raven, or review on iTunes, Audioboom, or your favorite podcast site. It helps us to get the word out and keeps the cold at bay. Until next time. This has been a BMB production.